Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Basically, the Sunspot and Food Banks never started off, believe it or not, after we'd had a meeting with the Premier League over ticket prices. Uh, myself and Ian uh, were representing our respective clubs at a Premier League meeting with representatives from fan, uh, fan groups from across the whole of the Premier League who were taking part in a 20s Plenty campaign where we were trying to get ticket prices capped at a respectable level um, rather than the 50 or £60 pound that we were paying at the time. Um and um, we'd sat down uh, in, in, in the HQ of uh, the Premier League and Richard Scudamore actually told us about what a wonderful organisation uh, the Premier League was and how charitable he was there and all the magnificent work he did. Um, he also implied that uh, the Premier League is an organisation done lots and he didn't particularly see the fans doing anything. So... Coming back from London on the train that evening, uh, we had a discussion that, although he didn't say it, he'd implied it, that maybe we should uh, grasp the nettle and try and do something. So that couple of hours uh, train journey was put to really good use and we kicked a couple of things about. Um, and the following day, uh, purely by coincidence, we'd gone into a local community centre in Liverpool uh, which had a rather loud view outside, uh, and that was the queue for the food bank. So I'll let Ian come in and say a few words about that because yeah. it was um, it was yeah. quite an experience. I mean, I mean, just to finish off the tale, what uh, what he's just said to them, but I think the I think it's important that you know the listeners uh, understand about what was actually happening within uh, within Anfield, well, within the country at that time, but certainly in Anfield, and the queue for the what we thought was for the bingo uh, was actually the food bank, and when we see. Uh, what was what was on offer? Uh, we went round the back and had a look in the pantry. The uh, community leader took us round the back and 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 David said, you know, something I live long uh, live with us to the day we die was a, ba- a bag of pasta getting split into sweet bags given to uh, the people from our community with human for food and and from that uh, that's that's where it started and you know it started with a wheelie bin. Uh, outside Goodison the first game and we got more fish and chip wrappers than we did tins but we got tins and we got donations so we knew we were onto something and, and from that to ever it's been a five year journey where we've worked with the football clubs we've built up uh, we've built the organisation up certainly and we talk about match days and, 
And the match day experience was before lockdown, before uh, the pandemic. We'd get there three, four hours, four hours before. And then we'd just be at the ground and we'd, people would donate. Uh, you know, and the idea was a simple one. If every football fan, Liverpool's 60-odd thousand, Everton's 40-odd thousand, every other week, I do like saying that today, so so the idea is a simple one, you know, if, if everyone's donated then we'd have the ability to, you know, to stock the shelves and that was the idea to them and you know, we always say that, you know, food banks should not exist. Uh, but unfortunately under this system and this government they do. And and from that, you know, we grew into where we're probably donating <coughs> uh, fans, sorry, were probably donating from both Liverpool and Everton uh, over 30% of, of, of the food that were going into the food banks in Liverpool. So it's become a hugely important uh, 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 block within fighting food poverty within within the city and it's something extremely proud of. And, and you know, we've got, we get many Irish uh, supporters coming over donating, as Dave will attest to, uh, you know, quite uh, every week. You know, we, we get fans from all across the world there uh, donating. So that's, mm. it, that's where we were, and unfortunately, we were building up this head of steam, uh, and it's been it's been stopped in its tracks. Yeah, by the COVID. Yeah, but I know uh, yeah. I just bring I just bring Dave in there, Ian. I know that um, demands have grown hugely uh, on the food banks over the uh, five years. Are there football? Are there uh, food banks on all the football grounds all over England now? Um, we organised. Uh, a National Fan Support and Food Banks Conference. We had the first one in Newcastle within 18 months of the start. We had the last one in Liverpool about 12 months ago. And he was representatives from 42 different clubs attended the meeting in Liverpool, which was the last one. So it's grew. And the, 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 the initiative we started off from very humble beginnings uh, mm. has been rolled out across a number of clubs right across the whole country. Um, some of them doing match by match and week by week. Others doing quarterly or even annually. Uh, so everyone, uh, all them 40 clubs are all doing something to help their local communities. And I, 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 I'm immensely proud of the fact that it's not just uh, Everton and Liverpool supporters who are working together. Um, we we were uh, we, we we were asked did we ever think that we could get other clubs to work together collectively? And I can say with a great deal of sense, uh, with a sense of pride, that Manchester United and Manchester City fans are now working collectively to collect food in Manchester. And that's being replicated in various cities across the country. That's got two clubs in the one city. Yeah. Just on that day, Trevor, just on that point, what Dave just made in today, you know, we were at the food pantry. Yeah, we've set up a mobile food pantry, which you may talk about. And, you know, Manchester United uh, food bank representative was, was at the food bank again today in Liverpool, uh, helping out in the, in the community where, where I'm the consistency MP, West Derby. So, that sort of collaboration, uh, Trevor, between football fans uh, from different cities uh, is something which we're extremely proud of because, as you well know, yeah. it can be very parochial football and yeah. breaking down them barriers and making people realise that there's far more than unites us and divides us as key to fans' sport and food banks. 
Yeah, and uh, you mentioned Manchester United there, um, Ian, and of course it's come to light uh, that, that you know Man United uh, striker Marcus Rashford brought uh, you know the combat uh, of fo- food hunger uh, to the attention of millions. Uh, is, is there a tie-in with Marcus Rashford and what you're doing? Yeah, well, with the ace, yeah, really. Marcus has used uh, his profile uh, and his life experiences to promote the campaign which uh, was over the three school meals or over the holidays and absolutely magnificent what he's done because he speaks with uh, he speaks with real compassion and you know to use his platform in that positive manner and actually create such a movement where he's actually shaped uh, governmental policy and had them on the run has uh, been absolutely phenomenal to watch and you know we, hopefully we'll be uh, linking up with uh, Marcus but you know I'd like to say you know football uh, uh, football players from both Liverpool and Everton over the last five years the fans of Bolton Food Banks have been absolutely magnificent in their, in their support and both football clubs have as well so it's great uh, what Marcus has done and, and the other uh, football clubs are now doing and, and it's showing that you know football gets a bad name and uh, players get a bad name sometimes and you know I think what, what the players have done what, uh, what Marcus has done and it's been it's been quite inspirational so you know long may that continue yeah, definitely. And uh, Dave, if I could bring you in again, uh, we were talking uh, earlier today and uh, you were telling me that uh, because of the COVID-19, Ian mentioned it there, that it's, uh, it stopped you in your tracks. But uh, instead of uh, donating food, you're asking to don- uh, donate some uh, some money and uh, the response has been overwhelming, hasn't it? Absolutely. And I think uh, we've come from an organisation that uh, initially wouldn't take money off people. It was never about uh, money. It was always about food. Mm. We didn't want to collect any money at all. Uh, for a number of reasons, to be honest with you, Trevor, none more so than I don't have a visit today when I'm sitting on a table with a book in front of me with uh, incomes and outgoings and loads of receipts and spending three or four days trying to keep the accounts up to date. We'd much rather get out there and speak to the community because this is what this is all about. It's about community engagement. It's about community empowerment. And it's about, um, it's about using football as that vehicle to do it. Uh, <laughs> we've all got that uh, one thing in common, is that we're, uh, we're football supporters. And the football uh, family on Merseyside is an incredibly kind and generous one. Um, when we went into the lockdown, obviously, we'd gone from a situation whereby 30% of the food that was getting to, uh, donated to the Liverpool Food Bank was actually getting collected outside Anfield and Goodison. So we had, a, uh, we, we had the perfect storm, it is, if you like, whereby uh, the increase in the demands on the food banks were raising uh, 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 literally on a daily basis. Over the five years that France and Food Banks has been operating, it's increased by 130%. Mm. But when you then looked at 30% of all the food that they had had been removed uh, because of uh, uh, the pandemic, we had a major problem. And we set up a, 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 a Just Giving page and asked fans would they uh, donate. And they most certainly donated, and they donated in large numbers. And I think the most difficult thing we had when we were sitting there just, the Just Giving page up was is that you've got to set what your target amount is. And we argue that it'd be great if we collect a thousand. And then we said, well, let's be ambitious. Let's look at five thousand. 
And I, I remember with a cheeky grin on my face, saying, let's reach for the stars, let's see if we can raise £10,000. And within 48 hours, we'd raised £10,000. When that just given page uh, was closed, we'd collected £140,000. Amazing. Which is an unbelievable Unbelievable, amount. yeah. Now, that, that amount, uh, I'm proud to say, uh, wasn't um, uh, wasn't big donors making corporate donations or donations of thousands of pounds. Some donations come in for fives and ten pounds, twenty pounds, hundred pounds, uh, of all shapes, sizes, and description. Mm. And that was what it was about. It was about getting supporters and mass buying into what we were doing and supporting what we were doing. We also set another. Just given page up a fortnight ago, uh, when the Premier League and the broadcasters decided that they were going to start charging pay for view for fans, and mm. um, we, we because we're organised enough now, um, we we set up a, a boycott uh, pay for view television, and instead of paying fifteen pounds for a game, mm. um, donated to a local food bank. And the first game to go out live uh, was the Newcastle Man United game. And I can remember sitting in the house watching their total go up. And they raised over £30,000. A couple of days later, Leeds United played Aston Villa. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. They collected £85,000. We set ours up for the Sheffield United game. And over the week, we actually collected £129,000, which was donated by 8,400 plus fans. And I think that's testament to the work we're doing. Absolutely. Brilliant. And you got a big uh, truck from that and a pantry, uh, kind of a food store, is it, um, from from the from the uh, donations? Uh, well, yeah. Well, the, 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 the pantry, to be honest with you, it was already uh, it, it was a plan in motion. Sure, it was something that we were already working on. 
uh, and we, we we purchased the vehicle before we done that, uh, and it was it was in the coach builders getting rebuilt. I think I think if Ian tells you about what he's been doing today at the pantry, I think that's a demonstration of how powerful our Merseyside is because it's amazing mm. that fans. Because yeah. this isn't just about fans on Merseyside; yeah. it's about fans across the world. Yeah, tell us about that, Ian. Yeah, I, th- I think they makes it makes a, a good point, and I think that I, I think the pantry is something which we, we we always wanted to do, Trevor. And you know, now and you know, sometimes we will get donations from different supporters, uh, groups from across the world, and, and and we've always tried to keep that with the charity we're in and, and ring fence for, for for the project which had the legacy because we believe that the fans uh, bringing that the, the money in wanted to see some return and. And I think the pantry is just a, a wonderful example of that. And, and today we had we had a representative from the Norwegian Supporters Club who was filming uh, the pantry, and they give us they give thousands of pounds. So every supporter that's donated across the uh, across the world, obviously we we've got to keep the the, the, the food uh, pan, the food pantry uh, complete and full, uh, while we can't actually physically collect food, but. We've always had plans, and and I think the the mobile pantry. If you go on our, our Twitter feed, what the what we've done, there's photographs there, there's videos, and it's something we're extremely proud of because it's it gives us now the ability to get into communities, Trevor, which have been decimated by austerity. Lots of the community assets have been shut down. Uh, so now what we can do is we can go into these communities that need uh, the pantry system, and the pantry system is quite simple. You pay three pound fifty, and you get over twenty pounds worth of fine, nutritious food. And you know, in these times when economic downturn and lots and lots of people are struggling, and they're they're out to work through obviously the pandemic and and the consequences of the pandemic. Uh, what we've got to do is make sure that you now people in in the communities are looked after, and that that's what we're we're actually doing. And, we are extremely proud of that because where food banks are sometimes looked at as so, somewhere where people feel as though you know they've let themselves down, where they have to go. What we try to do with the pantry is it's it's about solidarity. So, mm. for instance, you could pay into that pantry even though you wouldn't use it or you didn't need to use it that month, but you can pay into poor people in the community. And now with the transient nature of work, Trevor, you know yourself. You know, one one month you can be okay, the next month you can be. Uh, you can be in real difficulty. So mm. the pantry is something which we are extremely proud of. And as I say, if, it, if you look on the video, you've got, we've got different organisations from across the world, actually, that have contributed to it. And it, for me, it's a symbol of collectivism. It's a symbol of hope. It's a symbol of what fans can do. And I think we've alluded to it. Five years ago, we had a wheelie bin. Uh, fast forward to where we are now, we've got this fantastic uh, mobile pantry which can go into anywhere in the communities and it's going to be a massive asset moving forward we've got great plans to use it in different parts of the country and, and bring that solidarity and collaboration between different communities and, and that's what we're about Trevor, we're about tackling food poverty yeah, but wonderful. we're also about promoting a message of, of solidarity and, and, and we're proud of that and you know mm, Dave yeah. touched on it but I think, think just, just like I'm sure the listeners will uh, probably like to know that you know, when an away fan comes into your uh, in your uh, arena, your area, your community, it was sometimes seen as you know as a challenge to you. And you know, the, that, we the, we have they had a bad name uh, travelling football fans. And what we try to do is encourage different supporter groups when they travel to 
to go to opposing teams who've got food banks and bring food. So, you know, the spirit of Shankly were one of the first, were the first teams who actually donate food to Manchester United Food Bank. And anyone that knows the rivalry between United and, and, and Liverpool, uh, you know, that was that's quite astounding. And mm. Dave, we took food, Dave took food to Newcastle uh, with the Everton contingents, Othersfield, Leeds, Villa City. And it's just creating this you know, this this coming together and uh, and looking after each other and, and the panties, the embodiment of that. I just want to talk about, you know, obviously Liverpool and Everton have huge following followings in Ireland. And Ian, I know that you, you've been in Cork with Dave, you've been all over Ireland, you were in Dublin a few years back to launch uh, the Fan Supporting Food Banks initiative. How was that received in Ireland, Ian? Uh, it, it, it's been fantastic, I think. We had, so when we had the, uh, when we had the, the Master Sean Cox, in uh, Dublin, so we drove the we drove the food bank van over, uh, and we collected uh, outside the Arriva Stadium uh, uh, for Sean's game. And from that weekend, and me, me and Dave were genuinely excited by it. We met uh, representatives from the GAA clubs mm. because we firmly believe that this can be something that obviously it's such an, a simple concept, you know. So it, I know the GAA clubs do fantastic work within the community, yes. But Genuine interest about fan support and food banks over there, so that was that had real uh, real momentum behind it. And unfortunately, COVID has sort of halted that. So that's something we'd be really keen to revisit uh, when we uh, come out of this: is how we can link fan support and food banks up with the GAA clubs, and then obviously the food donated within and communities. And and they will probably speak at length about Kenny Cork Penny Diners, but the. the the reception what we always get from the Irish fans is just magnificent because I've just said I just said at the start uh, we probably all uh, piece in the same pod so yeah. uh, so we're very much aligned in our thinking and how we are as people yeah. where, where and, did you leave it Dave with the, with the GA where did you leave it uh, will discussions continue again with the with the GA no most definitely I think um, to, to be honest with you Trevor um, I think uh, particularly looking what's going on in Ireland. Uh, we were invited over by the Irish Toffees when they, had, uh, they, they organised an inaugural Hall of Fame dinner, uh, which we were honoured to attend, uh, along with Kevin Sheedy. Mm. Uh, and the idea was to celebrate uh, what Kevin Sheedy had done for, for Irish football, but to also make a contribution uh, to, to, to people locally. And it was an extremely good and well-attended event. Uh, held up in Bollingar, and it was it was a brilliant occasion, and it it it, it 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 collected quite a lot of food and quite a lot of money um, uh, to go to an organisation uh, based in in, in in the in the Republic. The following day, we went down to Dublin, and we met with uh, 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 the the, the supporters groups in in, in Dublin, mm. and. What was good about it is it wasn't just Everton and Liverpool fans there. There was Newcastle fans there with us. Uh, there was some Liverpoolians there. There was Tottenham supporters there. And it was about fans putting tribal differences to one side. And I, I, I would be extremely keen to see fans in Ireland, actually. My, my, I think most fans in Ireland who don't come over here to watch a game or meet together in a local club. Mm. Whether it's ten of them or a hundred of them, uh, why don't they just ask the people who are turning up to the pub uh, in, the, in the many fine hostelries you've got throughout the whole of the country mm. and just make a donation to a food bank? 
and give it to a local charity, uh, which leads us in nicely to um, Cork Penny Diners. And I know I can speak Cork Penny Diners, uh, yeah. But, but, but Ian as well, uh, the, the 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 hospitality that was afforded to us on every occasion we've been over to Ireland uh, it, it, it is uh, unbelievable. But I think um, the visits to Cork Penny Diners. It's certainly something that's inspired me, and I think Katrina Toomey and mm. um, the Sudbury statues built to that woman. Yeah, she's done um, amazing work. Every, yeah, and every single day, I can guarantee you that we talk about what we witnessed, what we've seen, and what a magnificent job uh, that she's doing in her community. Absolutely. Yeah. And if we ever, ever achieve a tenth of what she's achieved, uh, I, I will pass on as a very happy man. Absolutely amazing yeah. work, amazing woman. And uh, just quickly on that again, Ian, um, it would be great to see the League of Ireland clubs setting up food banks within all the various League of Ireland clubs around the country and, as you mentioned, the GA with such a strong community uh, involvement. Oh, no, absolutely. And we've said uh, we're, we're keen to play any any part we can in, in, uh, in promoting what we do and obviously learning for the fantastic work that the GAA clubs do anyway within the communities and as Dave said it's all about learning obviously uh, Cork Penny Dinners that's all you know we, we, we watch what they did and we try to bring a little bit of that back to Liverpool but we'd be absolutely delighted to sit down with the GAA clubs and as Dave said also the, the Irish football fans that don't travel over here and create something in Ireland which is helping out their communities under the banner of, of fan support and food banks so Hopefully, once we get out to this weather and then we've got the ability to go over, because we want to go back to Cork uh, and, and do other events, it's something that we'd be keen to sit down and speak to the representatives of the AGA clubs. And unfortunately, as I said, it, it was sort of like stopped in its track because it was gaining lots of interest and lots of momentum. But again, we, I'm sure we can visit that. And hopefully, with your help, we can, uh, we can promote and push that. And obviously, we've got listeners who'll be listening tonight and uh, whenever when, when the programme's out there. That, that it might pique their interest so mm. all they have to do is contact us uh, through our Twitter feed uh, uh, you can email me on the uh, as an MP and, and we can uh, we can we can hopefully uh, get it going again Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.